praise to the most high um i want to talk some shit <laughs> because this album might be one of the most needed albums like perfect time and low like <sighs> d'angelo had been gone for like 12 years and we had started seeing him a little earlier do fucking concerts where he would come out. He did the Made in America, the Jay-Z shit. And he came out with all these new records. When I die, I hope to be the kind of man that you... That's how he started off with one of them records. And then he went into Charade. I think he did Charade. And, that, and we heard some of the new shit. But when he dropped Black Messiah... Which is like to me, the 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 um, vocal equivalent to like to Pimp a Butterfly, like the singing, the R and B version of to Pimp a Butterfly. Um, I just feel like those two albums are like the same in my opinion. It just was, anyways, when he dropped that shit, I lost all all my shit because I was expecting a growth from voodoo but I just didn't know which direction he was gonna take it into and this motherfucker went funk and rock and roll and did an amazing job even had what I would what I would say a country song in there I told you once but twice boom boom you was in very nice in your hand, you held my life. I told you once, but twice. Man, oh my God. this motherfucking genius, God send <laughs> this son of a bitch, man. First of all, if you don't know, there's like my favorite artist in the world, and. He always spoke to me, like his music would speak to me, but this shit was like right up my alley. Till it's done. And Quest Love had leaked really love like years prior. Like, but you didn't get a lot from D'Angelo, but you you got the the Mark Ronson joint, the um Glass Mountain Trust. You got really love, and then you got this distorted at the time, black hole sun, and you had a thousand deaths too. You know, it was another one, but you had this distorted black hole sun. Black hole sun, won't you come? Wash the tears away. Black hole sun, won't you come? Wash the tears away. Man, that record by itself was amazing. But you had, had an album in 12 years, motherfucker. Shit, it might have been longer than that. 
But um, it, man, listen, <laughs> the shit that he did musically on that album, crazy, crazy. And um, I remember hearing "Betray My Heart" for the first time. And he did some Ray Charles shit on there. He he took a church approach and turned it and flipped it. And at the end, man, you think y'all finna you finna have a praise break and then he stop it. And he still had the same qualities from Voodoo, like the the drum shit that he do, that slow down drum shit, that off beat type, ride the beat like a Cadillac shit. He was still doing that, and it was dope as fuck. But he didn't do the stack vocals a lot as much. He did more so like it sounded like a live experience, and he always sounded more live. But this time he had like background singers, and it, it sounded. Like, he was on stage every time, and it was dope. It was a different approach, and I appreciated it. Even though I, I, I did want to see, like, how he would stack now, like, how he stacks his vocals now is a little different, and I want him to do a little more, but what he did was blew me the fuck away. Like, just Sugar Daddy was amazing. And um, back to the future. When he said, uh, "What he say? Um, if you're wondering, wondering about the shape I'm in, I hope it ain't my abdomen that you're referring to, because what I want y'all to listen to." <laughs> and then he started laughing. Like that was dope to me for him just to recognize the fact that people probably want to see that he lose all that fucking weight, and he did lose a lot. But he wasn't, of course, chiseled like he was at first, but he lost a lot of weight. But he was like, I want y'all to listen to the fucking music for once, please. <laughs> Quit <laughs> making this nigga a porn star. And uh, it was just dope, man. It was dope for him to come back. And um, he did the fucking GQ shit where he was singing the, I think it was, I don't know if it was a Funkadelic record. I think he was singing a Funkadelic record and he was playing that goddamn guitar. And it was dope to see him on stage playing the guitar instead of just sitting under the the, the roads for so so many years. He, he sat up under that motherfucker. And to see him comfortable behind the guitar and doing solos and shit, like... And for him, like, he did the fucking I've been watching you and turned it into shit damn motherfucker. Motherfucker. I'm talking about the live performances. Like I done watched all them and the fucking um all the fucking and the album like I listened to the album from start to finish over a million times. But the live performances were even better. Like he did one show with fucking John Mayer. Like he did the one of the one of the records he did, he did Burning and a Looting, which he funked that song bitch up and and you see Quest Love doing the little drum shit and they did um 
Black flowers have lost their way. And he was doing the fucking space oddity shit. The um, David Boy, rest in peace. Man, I'm waiting for a new album. Because this is one episode of many that I'll do on digital. But this is just a Black Messiah comeback that I've never been able to talk about. And um, I want to speak about it a little bit. D'Angelo did very good. And you should be very proud of yourself for coming back, winning a Grammy. I think he won one or two Grammys off that shit. And um, touring. And people loved it. I hate that I missed you. I heard that when you came to Atlanta, Tweet was there, which is amazing. Big Crit, one of my favorite rappers, was there. Um, Mara Harubi, which was his girlfriend at the time, she was there. And I missed it. Next time you come, though, son, I'm coming backstage, and we're going to have a discussion. And uh, <laughs> this is just a quick video that I wanted to do about my appreciation for Black Messiah and D'Angelo and his ability to adapt to himself, the changes that he makes to his own life, he adapts to them, and he makes music for the time. And it's gonna be classic, and it's gonna be legendary every time. I'm just waiting for the next one. Come on, D, I need, need you, man. <laughs> and uh, by the way, man, in this time, there's a video of Dave Chappelle, Q-Tip, and Andre 3000 with D'Angelo in the same motherfucking studio at the same motherfucking time. And every time I watch it, I just lose my shit that these geniuses were in the same fucking room and the room didn't explode. <laughs> but shout out to D'Angelo, who I feel is one of the greatest artists of all time. Uh, keep making that music, man. Keep keep talking to the most high y'all. And uh, keep giving us what he tell you to give us. <laughs> and uh, like I always end out, seek ye first the kingdom, and all these things shall be added unto you. Go out and love somebody. Peace. <laughs>